This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What's going on, guys? It's Mike Cerrone from the DC Crossover Podcast. Ben and I have been producing audio content since our teenage years. But now, don't we wish we had the tools you guys have to create and distribute your own content? Let me quickly tell you about our new sponsor, Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's definitely something I love using. One reason, because it's free, people, F-R-E-E. As most of you may know, free is one of my favorite words, so don't get that mixed up. So no charge to start up with Anchor. Now let's talk about how easy it is to use. With Anchor, there are creation tools that allow you guys to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Super simple and super accessible from anywhere. Now that you recorded, how do you distribute to the streaming apps? Anchor does it for you, folks. Whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or more, they got you. Using Anchor, you can actually make money from your podcast. Straight hard cash, homie. Whether you have a handful of friends, family, or group that wants to hear your content, there is no minimum listenership. It's everything you would ever need to make a podcast in one simple place. Want to get started? Here's what you guys need to do. Download the free Anchor app on your phone or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started today. Now back to our nation's capital with Sarone and Simpson. So, Mr. Sarone, I hear you were uh, trying to get your exercise in today. Were you uh, doing doing some laps around the track? Uh, okay. <laughs> First off, this is, and I, I texted somebody about this earlier, and the, the problem is that I haven't, so because I've gone to the gym now for about four and a half months. Yeah, you were a gym rat. You were on the routine. Yeah, I, yeah seriously. I, was, uh, I wasn't training for a marathon or anything, let's be honest here, but um, you know, basically what was going on was that when I was at the gym, because uh, obviously, as you know, and some people out there know as well, that my knees are basically like 75-year-old knees, um, where like basically if I run the wrong way, they'll, they'll probably explode. Um, and uh, that's the problem is that like running on a treadmill or whatever, you know, after they'll start hurting or something like that. And obviously you want to have the least amount of pain as possible in your life. Um, and so... I always, whenever I go to the gym, I always put it on the highest incline, and then I do, like, this really quick speed walk thing, and it burns, like, almost the exact amount of calories as, as running, pretty much. Yeah, you throw in um, that little incline, uh, it adds it adds a lot. It adds a lot. Exactly. I mean, I, I throw it up to the highest it goes, which is, like, what, 15 degrees or whatever. So it looks like I'm climbing up a mountain, um, but, you know, because if you let go, then you're kind of screwed, so you have to really hold on. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, so I do that. So obviously, like, my conditioning isn't, you know, uh, up there. I'm just there to burn calories. I'm not there to, you know, run, you know, like I said, a marathon or, or whatever. So when I went to the track today, I was like, well, the past, past, you know, three or four days, you know, Planet Fitness clothes and all this kind of stuff. And obviously, you got this whole entire pandemic going on. And it just, you know, kind of kind of put a burden on my, my routine going down. And uh, I said, okay, I got to figure out something. So I went to my alma mater middle school and uh, – Number one, I tested, I walked around one time to see how far the track was. And in fact, my middle school PE teachers were lying to us, saying that six laps was a mile. And, and actually, only 3.85 like 
laps of the mile. So they really? lied to us. So they, what, they what, were us like, oh, what were you using? What were you using to measure it? The the Under Armour like map my run thing okay. or whatever by okay. GPS. All right, pretty so reliable. Not, pretty reliable. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, it's GPS. And, you know, satellites are just beaming down on me, saying, "Hey, he's he's right here now." Um, so really, when I did that, it was like 3.8 laps of the mile. And uh, I was like, well, they just lied to us all three years. You know, they said, okay, run six laps, guys. And then all of a sudden you get like a 17-minute mile and you're like, I, I, was, I just sprinted the entire time. But uh, it's just kind of funny. But anyways, um, so I did that. It's, it's not fun running, but uh, that's, that's just, uh, it just sucks running. But I have to do something. So uh, got out there, got some fresh air. Then I brought this uh, little curling bar from... Uh, like high school or something like that. I got like when I was in ninth grade and I brought it upstairs and I ended up uh, taking it out to the garage and I did a little, you know, a little workout with that. And then I did some push ups and did some stuff like that and just tried to get that stuff going on. So, Getting a little swole. Sweat, you know, a little, little, little sweat burning, but at the same time, you know, I had to do something. I can't be sitting down, you know, playing. Well, Red yeah, Dead I mean, you've, you've been for, playing for Red Dead Redemption for, for all week. I mean, 10 hours a day, I hear. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm. Uh, well, I've been texting you, and I, I love how I texted you, and you're like, "Oh, you're about a year and a half too too late." Um, yeah, dude, but, uh, you're, I, you're asking me like questions about the game. That's like, yeah, I remember playing that Christmas 2019, like, uh, <laughs> like not even last Christmas, but the Christmas before last Christmas was when it came out. So it was like, yeah, ask me back then about like the Spider-Man game and about Red Dead, and may, I might have been able to help out. But uh, right now, I don't remember anything. Well, I, well, so far, um, I'm about 32%, as it says, which is funny because, like, I would be doing a few things, and all of a sudden it would say, oh, yeah, you know, you just played 3% of the game. I was like, man, I'm going to finish this really quick. And then all of a sudden, I do, like, 10 things in the story mode, and then all of a sudden it says, oh, yeah, you completed 1%. And I said, how does that make any sense? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it's insane. I just did 10 insane. things in the story, then I did three things, and it doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't correlate. That's because the game has, a, like, all of these hidden missions and all these side things that you don't even know about like if you go to the top of a random mountain in uh off of some crazy trail you meet a guy and there's a mission and that gives you five percent like you literally have to explore like the entire map inch by inch in order to get anywhere close to a hundred percent yeah i love this one mission where i had to help this guy take like wilderness photos or something like that and he's like putting bait out there for oh wolves. i remember that i remember that mission and i'm like <laughs> and i got eaten like two or three times and i'm like what am i supposed to do here there's like six wolves and they're surrounding me and i, I, so I, I they said protect him so i thought i had to stay near him and of course i got eaten like well, imme- immediately yeah and then I, so i so i said screw it i just ran i just ran as far as i could and i started shooting him with like a rifle did you get to the like, mission oh, did you get to the mission where the guy is like he has like a broken down cart on the side of the road and he's like hey can you watch my cart for me i'm gonna be right back i'm gonna go get this wheel repaired or something like that and then you're just standing there and you're literally just standing there and you're like is this guy ever coming back uh, and then you have no, to I have make not, that call. I have not been to that yet. I have not done that yet. I, I mean, the problem is, is that when I see like, you know, the, how you see like the fires or whatever, like the smoke coming out from like, when you're like, when you're running with your horse and you see this like campfire or whatever, the problem is I, I always go over there and I, like, I always think like, oh, I can greet him and then I can rob him or something like that. But then all of a sudden, like I, I lose like the whatever they call it the likeness meter or something like that that I told you about. Yeah. Like every single time, and they they start shooting at me first. So I'm like, that shouldn't be against you. You're, you're I mean, a bad guy. Sh- you're a bad guy. Actually, you know what? I've actually learned, not really learned, but uh, 
I've tried to increase that meter in the good thing. So like around camp, I'm, I'm, you know, messing with hay bales and I'm getting a sack of wheat or I don't know whatever that sack is and bringing it over to Pearson's tent. Yeah. And then I'm chopping wood. I'm doing all that sure, kind of stuff. Sure. You're contributing. And then, yeah. So I'm doing all that stuff. And then, you know, I'm trying to look for things to do well. Uh, and I've actually raised it up a decent amount. I'm still in a negative. Um, but <laughs> I'm still a guy that they just cuss at when I say like, Hey mister. Well, that's the thing. They, they if you're just, in they, a bad mode, like if you just walk up to a random person in the town, they're like, Hey, go F yourself. Like, yeah, we, we're not talking. <laughs> to you. They're like, we don't want you to start anything anymore. And I'm like, I have a $300 bounty. And at that time it was like a million dollars. I'm like, I have a $300 bounty. And you're just like saying, don't start anything again. I thought they would report me when I went back into the town, but apparently they're just scared of you. Yeah, it's it's a wild game though. I will say it is one of the most intricate games I've ever played. I mean, it has to be. It's it's. Uh, I mean, you have to like bathe your guy every now and then. Like otherwise, people also walk away from you and be like, "Oh man, you stink!" Like they'll notice if you haven't bathed in days and days and days. Your your guy. Yeah, I I, I bathed one time. I, I bought the deluxe bath. Oh, nice, nice. That's an interesting <laughs> cutscene. I will say. Um, yeah, those who have played the game know about that. So, so you've been occupying your time with some Red Dead Redemption, uh, the occasional exercise, and uh, we'll get into some food stuff after we actually start the show with the intro and everything. But um, any other uh, quarantine activities that you've been up to there at the Casa de Cerrone? Uh, I did go golfing for the first time since the summer. Obviously, you know, I've been busy doing other things and, you know, new job, all this kind of different stuff. Uh, a lot of meetings with that um, throughout the last, you know, since pretty much September and August. Uh, but I went for the first time since like July uh, out in Centerville at Westfield's Golf Club. Um, and uh, it was actually, a, I mean, the course is nice. It's a expensive, more, more expensive course. But I got a great deal on golf now, obviously, because everyone's like scarce uh, from the course itself. Yeah. Uh, but I got a $40 deal that included cart and range ball. So I got there like 45 minutes early, you know, got my clubs in the cart, paid, you know, uh, my 40 bucks. And of course, you know, when I, when I paid, you know, the lady, the lady, obviously, I thought I would just slide my cart in and be done. And she's telling me I have to type all these buttons in and all this kind of stuff. And then she what? said it wouldn't work. So she had... It was it was crazy. So she ended just up like your there. credit card, it, like your regular card. Yeah, yeah, my chip. She said the chip reader wasn't working, so I had to slide it. And I said okay. So I slid it in the little machine thing, and it didn't. It said it said not red or something like that. Then I slid it again and said not red. She said why don't you try the other side? I said okay. So I slid it and said not red. And all of a sudden she was like, do it slower. So I did it as <laughs> I literally did it as slow as possible. And it, and it like delayed for like five seconds and it was like not red. And I was like, okay, lady, what am I supposed to do? And she's like, oh, let me just type it in. And then she ended up having to go get a glove on and stuff like that, which I understand. You want to get a glove on, that's fine. But she was, she had to go get a glove on to take my card and type. I mean, it literally was like a five minute process. Jeez, to try to just okay. So it was, uh, it was, it was bad, but overall, I mean, like I said, I got there 45 minutes early, you know, hit 20 range balls and I went on the, on the putting chipping green, just, you know, got a little feel for it, and then they ended up pairing me with somebody, which kind of sucked. Oh man, um, he was ended, I hate that. They ended that. up being a nice guy, though. Okay. I mean, I don't like I don't like when they sit there and they um say, oh yeah, well we got another single. You want to go out together? It's like, I mean, it's it's, it's you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, because you say like, oh yeah, I'll go out with them. Then you're like, then I have to start talking to people and meeting people and all this kind of stuff. But then if you don't go with them, then you sound like that ass that says, oh I don't like people. Um, which none of, no one likes people, but at the same time, it's did just, you have to you know, share a cart? 
No, 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 no. I don't do all that. I'm not sharing okay. a car with a random. Okay, good. I mean, especially in these times with all the quarantine stuff. Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. So, so it's basically you just were playing golf with another gentleman. And was he? Here's the real question: Was he better or the, about the same or a lot worse than you? Well, I, here, so so I'm not gonna lie. I beat him, but the problem was that he said that. Um, what did he say? He said like. Yeah, I said because I asked him. I said just small talk kind of stuff. Was when you're when you're one on one, you know. And he was maybe three years younger than me or something like that. But he was he was saying like, yeah, my best scores ever. I I hit seventy two here and seventy two here. Whoa. And he ended up he ended up hitting like a ninety four. I'm like, I don't know if I believe that dude. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I don't like, know about come on, that. Come on, man. Um, but uh, I mean, he he did have you know he was a lefty, so I thought it was Phil Mickelson's son or something. But he ended up having a nice swing and stuff. But at the same time, you know, he just. He was kind of errant on a lot of things. I mean, he was. I could see him maybe hitting like low 80s on a consistent basis, but and he was telling me he's like a six handicap right now. I was like, then why'd you just hit like a 92? Yeah, like, that's not I, how I, that I, works, I did, I did, buddy. Does that buddy not? Does that guy not understand how handicaps work? Like, just because you had one good day doesn't mean your handicap suddenly, you know, two, uh, and then the other days you hit a hundred. I mean, that's not, that's well, I, not I, how that I, works. I just had this feeling because when I asked him, I said like. So where do you usually play? He says, I live in Arlington, but I usually play like these courses. And he started naming all these courses that are like, you know, big country clubs and stuff like that. And oh, I, like, rich I ended up, sa- I ended up sa- telling him, I was like, so I don't know if you ever heard of Algonquian. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, that's the spot. That's the spot. Because <laughs> I was like, that was, I was like, that was the course I played growing up all the time. And he was, he was like, yeah, I never heard of that. And I was like, yeah, you wouldn't because there's deer running everywhere and there's just crap everywhere on the fairways and stuff like that. You just have, it's, it's the, I guess you could say, the God-given obstacles of geese that just run around, run around everywhere and deer that are in front of your ball, uh, you know, that country clubs don't have because they have houses everywhere. I know. It's almost like you're playing on a mini golf course when it's a full golf course. So there's, like, obstacles and, like, weird, like, draw bridges and stuff like that, but you're on a real course. So it's like adult, yeah. adult mini golf when you play on Algonquian, that's for sure. Or Sterling <laughs> Part 3. If you, uh, Sterling Park Part 3, exactly, where you can sit there and use a pitching wedge every single hole. I love that course. I the, have, hey, the thing, I love the thing about it was, is, though, is that so I was 7 over through 11 holes. So I was doing pretty well. And like I said, first time out, it's kind of muscle memory stuff. But then it just, like, it fell apart. Ever, I had my, on number 12, I had a drive that was on the left side of the fairway. But there was one tree that was, like, on the cart path area. And I hit the branch, like, the edge of the branch on the tree and it kicked so far to the left that it literally went 150 yards <laughs> and it just stopped my ball in its tracks. Like the branch was like hitting, hitting the Hulk's arm where it just stopped. It just didn't even hit a, hit a brick wall. And then it went straight to the left. And I was on like this mountain of a hill where I almost fell down and I chunked the ball because I almost fell down. And, and it just, it just ever, ever since that, it just went straight downhill. Everything. I mean, the next drive I was behind, I, I hit it, hit it nice. I hit, like, the edge of the fairway, and then it kicked a little bit to the left, and I was behind this, like, gigantic oak tree, and I had to pitch out, and all this, oh, it was just, it just went, it, w- it literally went from, like, sky high, like, feeling good, to all of a sudden, I just was in uh, a pit of despair. Yeah, it sounds like you were going to hurt yourself, buddy. That's, uh, yeah, well, it, was, it was close. I'm surprised you it didn't was close. Pull, pull I had to use, I had to use the club for the crutch. Yeah, you got you to be careful, that's for sure. Um, well, I'm glad you've been uh, spending your time wisely uh, with, uh, in, in a couple different ways, but we will hop into the show here. We'll get into some food talk. We'll get into some NFL news, and we'll wrap up this 
kind of special edition of the show. I mean, we're, we're trying to bring you folks content here during, obviously, this, this pandemic, and we know you're probably looking for entertainment in times of trouble, and so we're not going to spend our time on the show talking about the virus and everything, all the badness that's going on, but we're going to spend our time trying to make you laugh, and we're going to talk a little bit of sports, talk a little bit of food like we always do, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. So we'll go ahead and hop into the intro here and start the show. It's a clown question, bro. And they're not even called Reese's Pieces. They're called Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. They're pieces of Reese's. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm not a, I'm not a kid. Write something about me. Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. We're talking about practice, man. We're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. We ain't talking about the game. We're talking about practice, man. But they are who we thought they were. This is what's great about sports. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. Hello, you play to win the game. Hey, Pine Ponies, welcome to the DC Crossover Special Quarantine Edition in a way. We're going to be over the phone here for the at least the next few weeks, but we are glad to have you with us nonetheless. That is Mike Cerrone. I am Ben Simpson. Follow us on Twitter at Cerrone16, at the DC Crossover, and also our website, www.thedccrossover.com, and also download and subscribe the podcast, of course. Don't be afraid to drop a review as well. You got nothing going on. There's no excuses now, people. We know you are at home right now. We know you have nothing to do. You might as well spend five minutes of that writing a review of this podcast and giving us five stars. So... Michael, as I was just telling you in our little break here, that uh, unfortunately I don't really have a lot of exciting things going on in my life. It's literally just working at, in different spots around my house, and uh, from you know seven, eight o'clock a.m. till four or five p.m., and then doing what I normally would be doing, which is stuffing my face with food, drinking a few cold ones, and then eventually going to sleep. So it's not, uh, but I, I am kind of looking forward to the weekend. I'm going to play a little of MLB The Show, the new game got released this week. Uh, I've, I've I'm dabbled. I'm still salty about that, man. I'm still salty. I, I don't Next have year's that. game. Next year's game is the crossover one. So, But, of course, I don't know because... Oh, really? Also, it is? I didn't know that. Yeah, it will be next year's game. But the question will be, are they going to make it... So that's the whole thing, though, because all the new systems are going to be coming out, too. So I wonder if you're going to have to buy the next gen of everything in order to play the the crossover. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. But well, I know for yeah. a fa- I know for a fact that I, I looked it up that the Xbox I think what, what was it called the Xbox uh, S or something like that I forgot exactly what the new Xbox is called uh, that and uh, maybe the PS5 or whatever they're going to call it is coming out I believe this Christmas. Um, yeah, I think so. so too. I get, I, I, I guess so. The, the MLB the show would be released. Uh, so you're saying it's 2021? Is that the right one? Yeah. So it would be the the so it'd be a year from now. So this this game came out here in March. It would be March 2021. Would be the game that I believe has cross gen uh, capability. So it will be available for Xbox and for Nintendo Switch. I believe. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you have to buy the new system or not. That would that would be kind of a buzzkill, but because I'm not trying to buy the new system for at least probably at least six months to, to a year. Now the only obviously thing that, that price is going to gouge. Yeah, you. the price is going to be crazy. Now the only thing that does intrigue me. So right now I still have my PS3 
because of NCAA football and NCAA basketball. So I still have those games, uh, and I yeah. dust, dust them off every now and then. And the the thing that I read once, and I, I can't confirm this is true now, is that the PlayStation 5 is going to be backwards compatible for all the previous systems. So um, now that could have just been a crazy internet rumor. I can't confirm that, but that's what I read. So that's why I'm kind of a little excited because right now my PS3 is literally the only reason I haven't tossed it or tried to sell it is to play NCAA football, basically. Uh, But if I get a PS5, I can condense down the systems. It's not a bad idea, but I don't know. I don't know. We're not the, this isn't the video game podcast, so don't expect breaking news from us. But you know, this is uh, our immediate future is video games right now because, we're all staying at home, but I'm hoping to play a little MLB the show this weekend. I'm a, I'm in double A right now for the Miami Marlins. I'm a switch hitting shortstop and I'm um, hitting over 400. I think I'm number one in the all-star vote right now for shortstop position for double A. I'm hoping to get wow. a promotion here. Maybe after the all-star break, make it up to triple A in my first season, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I'm rooting for what, what, rooting what for happened. Me. What happened to the Nats? I thought you said that you were on the, on the Nats club or is that a different player? So that's my, that was for the last year's game. So I still, that player actually, I played a lot of that guy's career and I may still go back and play that uh, because I'd already <laughs> dedicated so much time to him. So he was the one who MVP season and all that stuff. And then now he's on the Nats, a playoff contender, and I still hadn't finished his season yet. So, yeah, I may have to go back and play that. But now it's just too difficult because now I've got multiple MLB the shows and all this stuff. And uh, it's it's making my life difficult. No, I hear you. That's, that's always the worst. Uh, this is the last thing I'll say. This is the, this is the worst thing is when you have uh, multiple new games. So like I have Red Dead, and I also have um, – uh, the new Call of Duty Warzone thing. I don't know if you ever if you ever played that yet. Um, where it's like the battle royale for Call of Duty now. Yeah, uh, I've heard of it. I've heard of have it. one of those. Yeah, I, it, it, it's free, so I, I, I downloaded it, but I've only played it like twice, and it's not bad. It's kind of because I've played Fortnite before. I've played some Battlefield uh, in the past, and um, I forgot there was there was one other one I'm missing. Uh, I think, but. You know, I, I play those battle royale games, and they're and they're good. But at the same time, it's like you know, this one is kind of kind of different because like the circle is really small, and then you have like a squad you have to like give duties to and stuff like. It's kind of it's kind of odd, but at the same time, it's you know, I was always pretty good at Call of Duty back in the day when I used to play it all the time. So I gave it a, gave it a shot, and I, I just haven't really got back into it because I'm still riding my horse. Uh, to, to Valentine. Well, yeah, and, uh, Red Dead. You gotta, you gotta master that game first. There's so much left for you to do in that game. There's some crazy missions. There's some missions that took hey. me days to complete. <laughs> the one, the one thing about Red Dead though is, I, actually, I, I'm, I, I like playing GTA a lot. I like playing GTA. I still play it and stuff like that. And the thing about Red Dead is that, you know, obviously, like you can fall off cliffs and like, you know, your horse can die and stuff like that and all that whatnot. Um, and I've done it a, a few times. It actually, it actually happened to me. Um, but you know, cause I'm trying to cut it off. I wish they told you how far you have left to go. Just like GTA does. Cause GTA says like, Oh yeah, you have like, you know, 1.78 miles or something like that. But in red yeah, dead, it's like, Oh, yeah. you put a, you put a waypoint on the map and it's like, okay. You're riding forever. Right? Yeah. Yeah. My, my horse isn't going like 70 miles an hour. So it's like, and then it gets tired and I have to feed it. And I'm almost like, all right, this is getting kind of, I'm just trying to get to this waypoint here. Like you gotta give I, them a couple of carrots. Stagecoach. I try to get on that stupid stagecoach, and the guy's like, nope, you have crimes. I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay, why do you even give me that option then? The, the, the transportation systems in the game, yeah, it's not like GTA where you can go rob a helicopter or something and fly that around uh, the city <laughs> or, or steal, like, the fastest car. Now, with the horses, it is interesting that you can change horses. Yeah. 
Um, I sneezed there. God bless you, sir. Thank you. Um, yeah, I get every every time I sneeze or cough, I get a little nervous these days. Uh, <laughs> so, do you want to start with the the let's start, let's go go into the football talk and then we'll round out with the the fun food talk. Um, Sounds good. So I'm just going to run through a couple of the big moves in the NFL recently, and we can kind of uh, decide which ones we want to discuss and things like that. So there's been, obviously, NFL free agency. It officially opened at 4 p.m. on Wednesday. The last two days have been some big moves. There was Nick Foles being traded from the Jags to the Bears, uh, Joe Flacco being released, Todd Gurley being released, Darius Slay to the Eagles, Tom Brady uh, departing the Patriots and uh, agreeing to a contract with the Bucks. So I guess I'd, and then obviously like other smaller moves like Phil Rivers going to the Colts, Teddy Bridgewater going to Carolina, it looks like. And then obviously the Hopkins move. So let's start. Let's let me ask you a question, Mike. I'd say which of these moves over the past few days has uh, left you the most surprised? I'd say like which one did you see where you were like, oh, wow. Uh, when when the text like uh, the ESPN alert or whatever showed up on your phone, I mean, I mean, I, trust me, I'm getting getting a lot of alerts, and actually, these are actually alerts that I like. Like, I just don't like seeing alerts that are saying like, "Hey, you want to watch the UFC? Pay seventy eight dollars." You know, I, I don't want to see that alert. I want to see these kind of alerts where it's like breaking. You know, so, I mean, the the, the one that I I'm not going to try to go with the Hopkins one because the Hopkins one is calling. You know, is literally saying everyone in Houston is calling for Bill O'Brien's job right now. Yeah. Um, you know, that one was just – now, I could see that he's trying to get more draft capital, and he understands that, hey, you know, Deshaun Watson's still young. Hopkins isn't, isn't old, uh, you know, but, you know, I understand he's trying to get a running game there because they just haven't had one since Arian Foster – um, and pretty much Lamar Miller wasn't, wasn't bad, but at the same time, like Aaron Foster was their premium back, you know, years ago. Uh, but they haven't really had a running game since then. I guess he's trying to get one and maybe have more of a, a different type of offense with David Johnson. Um, but just looking at it, I just don't understand why you would give away probably a top three receiver in the entire NFL and not get a first round pick. Because the thing about it is that I was looking at was that, if they were going to trade him, you could trade him for multiple draft picks and maybe a serviceable, you know, other piece, maybe on defense or something of that nature. I mean, if you're going to really trade that type of caliber guy, you're not going to go for, you know, David Johnson, who, who at one point was probably the best, you know, all around back in the entire NFL, but you're not going to go with him and then just get a few other picks or whatever and just be done. I just think that, you know, a guy with, yeah, I mean, because I'm a huge tech guy, obviously, as you know, and everyone else knows. And I, I remember watching him and Sammy Watkins uh, just, just, just rip up tech with Taj Boyd at quarterback back in the day, and they were just unbelievable. And, and you know, DeAndre Hopkins has that skill set to be, like I said, a top three receiver in the league, great route running, has some good speed, great hands, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, when you see him go out there and say, oh, okay, well, I guess he's going to the Cardinals now, it's just like it makes no sense. I'm pretty sure that Houston is having a whirlwind with this whole entire trade. Um, but that's besides the point. The one I wanted to talk about was the one that affects me the most. Uh, it kind of affects you, too, a little bit, um, which is Darius Slay. I think Darius Slay would be a huge asset uh, to go to the Redskins, per se, um, especially now that, you know, they're, they're down, uh, you know, Josh Norman, who, who's, who got picked up by the Bills for $6 million and everything like that. Um, but I just think that when you look at it, if the Redskins could have made a bid for Darius Slay, you know, have him on one side, have Quentin Dunbar on the other. Obviously, Darius Slay's going to, you know, get a lot of money. 
But we have the draft capital to do that, and that would improve the defense on the outside, and then you can focus more so in the draft on uh, like maybe another safety or just the linebackers. Um, and obviously you got Chase Young there, too, at number two, which, uh, of course, we're going to have Jordan Reed on in a future episode for, before the draft to uh, talk about that a little bit more. But if you get say, – say you get Chase Young and say you get a Darius Slay or something of that nature – uh, you know, that would be a formidable defense where you have two legit pretty much one and one A because Quentin Dunbar by uh, pro football focus was rated as one of the top corners in the entire NFL. Um, I don't know what that does for you, but, you know, he, I, I still think he's pretty good of uh, transferring from uh, the wide receiver position over to corner. And now all of a sudden he's being one of the top, I would say probably top 10, uh, 10 to 15 corners in the league. I'd probably say maybe, uh, maybe, maybe more so on the later side of that. Um, but at the same time, when you look at it, I just think that he could have been a huge asset, but now you see the, the Eagles defense get even that much better, which is, a, which is an issue because obviously the Eagles offense, you know, they can sustain drives, you know, and just looking at their whole entire um, output uh, so far in free agency, they have some really good players they picked up. And, you know, there's a guy named Javon Hargrave who is a pretty good nose tackle, and he's going to be right there with Brandon Graham and, uh, and Fletcher Cox. And that's a huge pickup for them. So now their defensive line is pretty much set. They got Darius Slay to be their number one corner. I mean, it's just, I just, I mean, you just look at it and say that the Eagles could possibly be easily the favorites in the, in the NFC East. But obviously, we'll get to the Dallas one and the, the New York Giants here after we talk about the, the big headlines. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where, I mean, as a Lions fan at heart, uh, losing Darius Slay, big play Slay, I mean, it hurts, but this is clearly a situation where he just didn't want to be here at this point. The Lions should have probably traded him uh, earlier in the regular season uh, before the trade deadline or something like that uh, because they just, you know, they probably could have gotten more more for that situation. And, and, and it's just one of the, the Lions and Bob Quinn and those folks, they just don't know what they're doing. And it's it, the, <laughs> their rebuilding efforts have been awful. I'm, I'm interested to see. I mean, now it's basically a foregone conclusion. They're going to take that cornerback um, with their pick. Uh, what, yeah, or, Jeff Akuda. Yeah, Akuda. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with them. That was definitely surprising. I mean, I, I, I'm with you on the Hopkins thing. And then... I'd say the other, I mean, the big, the big topic of the week, of course, has been Tom Brady. I mean, that's been all anybody's been talking about. Is he, was he going to come back? Was he going to stay in New England for another year? I mean, it's definitely a, I mean, it's a wild move. I mean, if you think about it, as far as just picturing Tom Brady in a uniform other than New England, and especially picturing him in a Tampa Bay Buccaneers jersey, is just bananas to me. Uh, I mean, I, I, I figured there was a chance he was going to leave uh, regardless. I didn't necessarily think Tampa, but it's just it's just wild to think that he's going to be a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. I mean, think of also how far a guy like Jameis Winston has fallen uh, in his. I mean, he's a free agent right now. He's, he doesn't have a, a job in the league right now. And and Tom Brady's going to be playing in Tampa. Just, I mean, it, it's just wild. You'd think that it would have made more sense for Tom Brady to just stay in New England, keep playing in the New England scheme where you're not making a lot of deep ball passes you're getting older you're not as accurate anymore you might as well stay short and kind of do that for maybe another season or in, or two and then call it quits i was surprised i mean i was surprised to see him not only leave but also go to tampa yeah i mean the biggest thing when you see of what you're talking about with tom brady in new england i think that because obviously I, he actually didn't get paid as much as i thought he would get paid um, you know, you're seeing these guys get paid 30 plus million 
but he only got two years and 50 million. Obviously he has some millions in, uh, in uh, performance based um, incentives. But when you, when you look at it, I just think he wanted to go to a place that would be a high flying offense that he would actually not have to pass to, you know, a Nikhil Harry or have Julian Edelman be his number one receiver, which of course, as we always said, when they're in the, when they're in the playoffs, Julian Edelman was apparently is as good as Jerry Rice. Uh, but you know, in the regular season, it's a completely different story. And I just think he got really fed up and I think he got a real sour taste in his mouth over the last, like, what was it? Six, seven games in the season where, you know, his team was on fire in the beginning of the season when everyone's healthy and then injuries started to creep up a little bit. And then all of a sudden they just fell off and they couldn't beat the Titans in the, in the playoffs. But I mean, you look at who they have, they have Chris Godwin on the outside, Mike Evans on the, on the outside. They have a couple nice uh, tight ends there. They got a decent O line, not, not, not the best, but they got a decent enough O line that can protect him. And their, their, their defense. The, the thing is people are saying like, Oh, well, their defense isn't that good. Their defense is going to, is going to, you know, falter. And that's what it's going to do them in. Well, no one recalls back to say the RG three year in 2012, where they were keeping the ball, they were scoring points and they, they didn't have the defense on the field. So the defense ended up going from like 27th in the NFL or whatever to like 12th in the NFL. And how does a jump like that happen with the same exact players? You have the time of possession on your side. And if, if Tom Brady goes out there and ends up saying, okay, I'm just going to throw it to these two pro bowl caliber wide receivers who I didn't have in Tampa Bay and, you know, have the time of possession on my side. I think that's a big deal uh, when it came to his decision, because they were talking about possibly going to the chargers or who had, they have Keenan, Keenan Allen. They have, uh, they, they might have uh, Hunter Henry back. We don't know. I think he's still a free agent, but uh, overall it's just like, you see those two guys and they have some uh, formidable uh, tight ends and they have, uh, and they're trying to improve their O line a little bit, which I'm pretty sure they're going to do in the draft. But I mean, they got him for 25 million. That's not breaking the bank. They had the cap to spend. They got Bruce Arians, who's a who's a who's a pretty good coach. Uh, I mean, he obviously took the took the Cardinals to the, to the playoffs and multiple times, different things of that nature. So you just look at it and say they got a good enough team to be a formidable contender. Now, are they going to go to the Super Bowl? Nah, probably not, because you need some defense to go to the Super Bowl. But you know, when you get to the playoffs, then you know it's it's no holds bar. Look at the Titans this year. The Titans were. Definitely not a, you know, 14 win, you know, team out there. But at the same time, they ended up going all the way in the, in, into Foxborough, beating, beating the, the, the Patriots. And then they ended up beating uh, the um, Ravens in Baltimore. So whenever it goes to the playoffs, as you know, it doesn't matter if you're a wild card like the Nats. They, they can go win the World Series. It doesn't matter if you're a wild card like the Steelers years ago or the Packers. You can go and, and win, the, win, the, win the whole entire thing. And obviously their goal is to get to the playoffs, maybe make a move or two at the trade deadline because you've got two years of Tom Brady right here. They're going all in, and that's what, exactly what they're trying to do with this big move. I mean, the, my big thing is just the guy is clearly deteriorating. He's not the same quarterback he's been in the past. He, these the signs are evident, and I think having those high-powered weapons like Mike Evans and, and and the other guys you named is important for sure. But I just don't think Brady is who Brady is anymore. Like I I think he he thinks he's better than than where he actually is at this point, and I don't think even having those options and those weapons is going to do a whole lot. I think he, this is going to be a big step back year for him, in in my opinion. Um, well, and, hey, here yeah. here's the thing to to, to go along with that is that just like you said, he, he thinks he's a little bit better than he is and different stuff of that nature and capable. He could be, 
But at the same time, we're not going to see that until maybe later this season or if they even have a season. Yeah, well, I mean, it might be 57. That's it the biggest might be 57 question. by the time this, this virus goes away. Yeah. But at the same time, he, 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 he wants to go out there and, and prove that he's the greatest of all time and actually do something with another team. I bet that's one thing. And try to get under <coughs> excuse me, Corona. Um, try to get away from uh, you know, Bill Pel- Belichick's sh- shadow. But the, the, I think the biggest thing is this is where the debate between Tom Brady and Peyton Manning is going to come to fruition. Okay, Tom Brady going to a new team, has all the weapons, different stuff of that nature, and obviously when, when Peyton went to the Broncos, took less, took less money, had a great defense, which obviously Tampa Bay doesn't, but he had a great defense. The first year he ended up throwing, he had the, the NFL record for touchdowns, and you know he went there and, and, and basically proved to everyone that, you know obviously Tony Junji is a good uh, you know, coach, but he proved to everybody that Peyton Manning was actually the head coach and the quarterback. Like that he was the entire uh, you know team pretty much. Yeah. Tom Brady has been in the shadow of Belichick. So when you look at this situation, is he going to be the the face of this franchise for the next two years and possibly take them to a Super Bowl or or even or maybe even miss the playoffs? I mean that's the biggest thing is I don't think that this is going to go, maybe like I said go to the the Super Bowl per chance uh, per se, but at the same time I think this is going to be a huge factor into. Uh, the Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, who's better debate because of the sole fact that now they got similar situations pretty much. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I think that's a great point is we do get to kind of see, all right, Tom, here you go. You've got the reins. You've got the weapons. Uh, you claim to be still who you know still a viable quarterback in the NFL. Let's see. Let's see what you got. Uh, other, other, you know, we'll round out this segment here real quick. Any other ones that came to mind? I mean, the Stefan Diggs leaving the Vikings uh, was a big news as well. Uh, now, now going to be a Buffalo Bill. That's uh, one less weapon for Kirk Cousins, who did get the, the what the contract extension, I think. Um, so, and any other news stick out to you? Uh, I mean. Not, not, not so much. Obviously, the Drew Brees thing, where they obviously signed Drew Brees pretty early, um, around the same kind of contract as Tom Brady. So he's going to stay with New Orleans. He, he said no matter what, he was going to stay with New Orleans or retire. Yeah. Uh, so that wasn't really a big surprise. So I think he's still, I mean, especially with the way they run their offense and the way that, um, you know, the weapons they have with Michael Thomas and different guys uh, that they keep, you know, uh, circulating throughout that system. I don't think it's going to be that big of an, a big of an issue because he's not the type of guy that's, you know, I mean, he's short and compact rather than a big, tall, like a Tom Brady. So when he gets hit, he basically pops back up, you know, does his little visor thing where he, or, or, or face mask thing where he like shifts his face mask and he gets right back in it. So I don't think that's going to be that much of an issue with injury because I think two more years and then he's done. So it's actually going to be pretty funny to see Tom Brady and Drew Brees retire pretty much at the same time because you would have to assume that this is the last uh, contract they're going to get. Um, but the last thing I will say about just overall, the Dolphins, which is kind of crazy because they said everyone last year around the week six or whatever was, you know, we're tanking for Tua and all this kind of stuff. And now you look at the Dolphins, they're actually thinking that they actually have a pretty good shot to make it far, I would say, in the next three years. I mean, they haven't even you know, drafted a quarterback yet, but that's where I think that this is a big deal from what they've done in the offseason right now. I think it's going to be a big deal if they want to trade up with either the Lions. So, you know, Lions and Redskins, next-door neighbors right now. Um, but if they want to trade with one of those, it'd be good for you or good for me or whatever. Um, <laughs> but when you look at it, 
their biggest need is quarterback, obviously, but they re-signed, or they didn't re-sign, they signed Eric Flowers, who played for the Redskins last year as a guard and kind of reinvented his career as a guard because he was a tackle, which is kind of funny. They still have tackle listed here on NFL.com. Uh, but he's a, he's a guard, and he actually did pretty well. He actually got three years for $30 million. $10 million is pretty, pretty damn good, $20 million of that guaranteed. Um, they got Jordan Howard on a two-year deal, uh, the, the running back from Chicago. Um, and uh, I think actually Jordan Howard, he go to, I think he went to the Eagles last year. But anyways, Byron Jones, one of the best uh, corners on the market, he ended up going there. I mean, Kyle Van Noy, they got him. So it's like you got a lot of different people that they signed and they spent a lot of money on because they had a lot of cap room no matter what. But if they get a quarterback, they're going to try to make a run at it on that quarterback's rookie deal. Um, so we'll just see what happens. But I think it's a big deal because of the sole fact that they can try to trade with uh, probably the Lions or someone. Because I think, I think they're just, it's, just, it's just smoke and mirrors right now just, uh, with the Redskins and Tua. I don't think they're going to ever pick Tua. No, I don't um, think so either. So, but at the same time, I think that they're trying to say this so they so they get the Dolphins a little bit freaky. Yeah. Um, because I don't know if you also heard that last night I looked on my ESPN app and uh, or, or or no not the ESPN it was Twitter uh, the trending sports things on Twitter and it said the Redskins are interested in Jameis Winston and the Redskins were interested in Jameis Winston for the sole fact to be the backup to Dwayne Haskins and you know p- people were just writing that off now. I don't think that's a big. It's, I don't think it's a big story. But when I when I saw that, I was like, of course, that Redskins are right to click on it. But that I sounds like, like to me one of those stories where it's like, where it's like obviously every team is going to be somewhat interested. Like every team's going to be at least asking the question and and thinking about, yeah. hey, do we kick the tires on this guy? And then they take that and they make it into a, a story on ESPN. You know, like yeah. I, I'm sure the Lions are kicking around. Hey, do we want to sign James Winston and have him be a backup for? You know, it's it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, of course, NFL teams are looking at a guy who was a starting NFL quarterback, obviously deteriorated with all the picks and things like that, but still is young enough where maybe he could be turned around in some sort of fashion or be a solid backup for the rest of his career. Uh, but, yeah, I don't think the Redskins are going to sign Jameis Winston. Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of weird when I saw that because I was like, I, if he went in the quarterback competition, Jameis still has the skills. I mean, he was picked first overall, and it, it's not like that he is a horrible quarterback. Obviously, he throws – a, a godly amount of picks. I think he was through 30 picks last season. Yeah, it was a record. Uh, but he, which, which is going to be hilarious because Tom Brady's going to throw like three. Yeah. Um, but it's it's funny because the sole fact that you look at it and the weapons that he had, he, he took advantage of the weapons. The problem was is that he would just throw into these windows that were not there and he would just get it picked off left and right, left and right, left. And that's the thing is obviously people are saying like, you know, oh, it, I saw some comments that said like, oh, if it's a quarterback competition, then you know Jameis is going to win because because Dwayne is isn't good enough or something like. They're not going to get him as a backup. If they get him as a backup, that's a stupid move because he's not going to accept a, like what he's not going to accept Col- or Case Keenum money. He's not going to do that. He's, he's not a locker overall. room guy. He's kind of a jerk. He's not. He's just. It's just not going to work out. It's not who you yeah. want to bring into this locker room and work under. I mean, Dwayne Haskins has enough pressure going on already. He's got enough yeah. stress on that job, and he's already got enough criticisms. And and if you throw, uh, you, th- you throw Jameis Winston behind him on the depth chart, that's just going to cause way more problems than you should. Because you know who in sports talk radio, guys like Grant Paulson and all the guys, local guys, are all going to be saying all season long they got 
to give Jameis a shot. They got to give Jameis a shot. I mean, it's going to turn into uh, 106.7 is going to have a field day if they bring in Jameis Winston to this football team. Oh, yeah. Well, because the sole fact that if once Dwayne goes out there and j- just, just saying per chance that he goes out there in the first three games, he throws five touchdowns and, and four picks or something like that and is averaging maybe 190 yards a game or something like that. Obviously, it's going to be an issue, and that's what people are going to say. I still think that you give Dwayne one full season um, because the core of this team is that they have a lot of young young talent, and that's the biggest thing. They have a lot of young talent. They're trying to build for the future. And if you can give him one full season, I think that's a big deal because of the sole fact that you look at it and say, okay, he, he's going to go out there and give you you know enough games to now judge him on because obviously last season the end of last season I don't think that really counted I mean he wasn't ready to get, no, they were pro- no. they were projected to have him out but he had to go in there because of injuries and stuff like that but you look at it and say okay give him one full season see how he does and if he's not the person that you that you want then you reassess the situation then you move obviously, on exactly you move on yeah, you, you got to give and, him and a shot. Is, yeah, exactly. Yeah, people are just giving him an unfair. Oh, oh wait, he's doing this. He's and then all of a sudden, people are saying that he was he's not a good work work ethic guy. But then all of a sudden, you hear like these reports that that Dwayne has like from like uh, I forgot from who who it was uh, that said like oh he's been in the building and conditioning and and watching film and doing this and doing that for the last like two months. So I, like what yeah. what is there to believe? If give you're me not Haskins believe anything until you get on the field. Give me Haskins. Give me guys. Give me a full season and let's rock and roll. I mean let's 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 see what's gonna happen. Give me give me give give uh you gotta give Hask- Haskins a tight end at some point too though. Uh, yeah oh yeah I'm I'm still wondering why they they haven't really made a move on that. Obviously they picked up Logan Thomas, which we're gonna get into the NFC East here in a second. Um, but obviously they picked up Logan Thomas. From and you got Batman. Marcus Baugh. Don't forget about Marcus <laughs> Ball. <laughs> oh my gosh, Logan Logan Thomas they picked up from from Tech. It's just I mean, he I saw uh, I forgot who tweeted it out but said like, "Oh, it's it's a good trajectory from a from a former quarterback to a tight end." Uh and I, I started laughing because over 4 years of being in the NFL, converting to tight end, he has like zero catches, seven catches, 12 catches and 16 catches for like an entire season. I'm like, that's not a good trajectory. Four catches, you can get that in, in, in a game. <laughs> like, yeah. You have 16 games. But oh, like Logan Thomas, I told my buddy, I said, because he said, oh, I saw the skins picked up Logan Thomas. I said, as long as he's not throwing the ball, then I'm fine with it. Because when he was at Tech, he literally couldn't hit sand if he, if he was in the Sahara on a camel and he fell off. Like, it's, it's so embarrassing how that guy could not hit an open receiver to save his life. But he's not a quarterback. He's a tight end, so I'll take it. Uh, yeah, I know for sure. So as far as the NFC East stuff goes, we'll get into that. We're going to do a podcast early next week, so we'll give you guys um, back-to-back episodes here in a short span. I mean, what else do we have going on, you know? Um, so <laughs> we will we will talk more specifically on the NFC East and how things affect your Washington Redskins with this being the D.C. crossover. But before we end this episode, I did want to throw out to you, sir, on your top three quarantine snacks at the moment right now. I know you've been eating healthy, but if I know you and I do know you, I know that there's been some snacking going on as well. I'm sure you've been good diet-wise, but you're you're inside. You got Red Dead going. I know that you've probably dropped a snack or two here in the past week or so. So give me your top three snacks. I'll give you mine. Oh man, yeah. Obviously, you can as you can tell in my voice that I'm I'm just kind of disappointed in my snack game lately. Um, but the point is to you know drop some pounds, and then when we start our snack podcast at some point, 
than to gain them back. Um, so, <laughs> so I'm trying to do, you know, the plus minus here a bit. Um, so obviously, uh, I ran out of, um, my, uh, flaming hot Doritos. I ran out of Ooh, them. That's so, dangerous. Uh, yeah, it's not, it's not a good combo when you, when you buy four bags and you just go through them all yourself, it's not a good, not a good deal. I'm obviously not in like a day, but you know, over the last, uh, cause I saved them a little bit over the last say two months, I went over through four bags. Um, which doesn't sound like a lot because I could just go through two bags in a night. Um, but you know, those things are, are just immaculate. So I'll go with that for number one. Um, but they haven't been on sale lately, so that kind of sucks, but, um, I'm definitely going to Harris Teeter today to, just to peruse and kind of get out of the house again. So, sure. uh, flaming hot Doritos. That's number one. Um, I did have two, uh, most stuff Oreos, uh, uh two nights ago. Um, <laughs> at like, I had them at like 1am cause I, I had, I, I was like, I gotta take a, take a break from looking at the screen of red dead. So I need to go get something. Yeah. I got two, uh, nice, most stuff. So, uh, those were pretty solid. So, I don't know if that's really considered a snack when you get two oh, of yeah. them, but sure, uh, they, sure. okay. they, are, they are they are like 150 calories per one cookie, which is <laughs> uh, which is unbelievable. Um, but I think the last one for a more healthy option. Um, let's see, I'm trying to th- choose between two of them. Uh, I would go with uh, reduced fat wheat thins. Now those are just. I mean, I remember back in college, I used to nom on those. And those used to be a staple in my house in college. I mean, I used to have a family size of that. Like, I, I used to go buy two or three of those, and I just put them by my bed. Like, I, I specifically remember them being like the backstop of like some stuff I had on my nightstand, <laughs> so they wouldn't <laughs> fall down through the through the nightstand and the wall gap area. So I put it, I put it against there. Uh, but that was definitely a staple, and I actually bought those on uh, I think I think it was Saturday. Um, I went to Harris Teeter. Do you dip them in anything? Do you dip them in anything? Do you dip them? Oh, dippers? uh, Ah, man. I don't really dip them all the time because the thing about wheat thins is that, yeah, they're weedy and, you know, they're kind of, you know, I don't know, they they give you the fiber stuff, but they have salt on them. And I'm like a salt connoisseur. I mean, seriously, like I went to um, this Tex-Mex restaurant a, a few, you know, maybe six or seven days ago. And, uh, and, uh, I ended up getting a margarita and the guy was like, do you like salt in that? And I said, I want all the sodium you have. Loaded up, <laughs> loaded up. Don't only salt the rim, but salt it twice. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Pour some salt on the top of it. Jeez, all right. I like it. it. But yeah. So flame, like flaming hot, uh, some, most of, most Oreos, stuff. some of them okay. obviously, and then reduce that wheat thins are the, are the crucial ones as, as for now though, because sure, obviously sure, I've been stuck in here for a while, but I had to go quick because obviously, you know, people are just like animals now at the grocery stores. So I'd say the three that I've been working with this week have been my number one. I got some, a, a giant pack of double stuff. So I don't have the most stuff, oh. but I've got double stuff and a big pack of them. Um, number wow. two, I've been rocking with some Ben and Jerry's. Um, we've got we've got quite a few pints of some some B and J's. Um, and what then, flavors though? What flavors? You got to give me. The so flavors. I'm a chocolate chunk brownie guy. So I we have two chocolate oh. chunk brownies, and then we have two fish foods as well. The P H I S H P H I S H fish food. What the hell is in that? It's got like caramel. It's got chocolate. It's it's marshmallow. It's very good. It's very good. Um, I, I can only imagine. And then the <laughs> the last one I've got uh, this it's it's a combo of sorts, but I've been rocking it lately is 
popcorn, microwave popcorn, plus some peanut butter M&Ms. So what I'll do is I'll, make, I'll, I'll fill up a small bowl of peanut butter M&Ms, and then I'll have the microwave popcorn big bowl, and I'll just kind of go back and forth a little bit. You grab a couple handfuls of popcorn, you grab two or three M&Ms. It's a system, and you work the salty and the sweet and all of it together, and it's, it's, it's a delight. I've been doing okay, that, that right that, before bed. That, that, <laughs> yeah, as I go to sleep, I grab a handful of M&Ms. Um, so... Uh, which is actually kind of funny because my co-teacher at one of my schools, he eats a bag of peanut M&Ms every single day. That's the way to and do I'm it. Like, how are, I'm like, how are you in shape? <laughs> I'm like, I just don't get it. Um, but uh, that, that reminds me of two things I want to get your opinion on that I had a little discussion with a friend the other day. Um, obviously, this first one I didn't have a discussion, but the second one is which I'm saving to last. So the first one is trail mix. Now, I used to always get the, the big box of trail mix, uh, like little packets from Costco. Um, I don't know if you've had those. No, but, it's all you gross. Know, it's trail a, mix it's, is gross. It's, it's gross. Uh, uh, trail mix is they gross. They throw like screwdrivers in there and you got like tacks and there's like weird stuff in there. It's always a mix of weird stuff. The only thing I eat out of there is the pretzels. That's the only thing I eat out of the trail mix. The other stuff is like piece of grass and then they like take some bark from a tree and they like combine it all together and it's like pretzels and then maybe there's like a cheesy type thing in there and that's the only thing i eat in the trail mix. you don't like it you don't like it. so this one i don't know if, i don't know if you've had this one before but this one had uh had um i think peanuts had m&ms raisins i don't think it had pretzels but it had um sunflower seeds and i think there's one other thing in there and um I'm not a big raisin guy. Like, I'm not going to no, say, like, oh, I want, a, I want a nice pack of raisins. Yeah, like, raisins or, or what's, are gross. The, what's that brand, like Old Maid or something like yeah, that? That, uh, like that red box or whatever? It's, it's disgusting. Like, I'm not going to go get a pack of raisins just to eat. But, you know, when it's in trail mix, I'll suffer and I'll eat it. But that's the biggest thing is like, those were always good. I'm not a big sunflower seed guy, but I love, I mean, of course, going back to salt, you know, with the peanuts in there, just like salted, like they're just were baked in. Yeah, you know, that's what you need. Bucket of salt. So they're, they're the best thing in the world. But, um, all right, so you don't like trail mix a lot. No. So, okay, the last one is going with your Ben and Jerry's thing. And this is a discussion I had with somebody the other day. Um, so a year ago, I tried uh, – I was put on it because I was doing Whole30 and stuff. So um, this, it was uh, ice cream, but it wasn't Ben and Jerry's or Hagen dazs or anything I like that. I know what you're talking about. Halo Top, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're, you're not a Halo Top guy. I mean, I, I, liked, I liked the cookies and cream Halo Top. I'll say what about the birthday cake. I didn't really like the, any of the other flavors. I tried it. I tried a couple of them. Um, they started tasting too healthy for me. I was like, if I'm going to eat ice cream, I'm going to eat ice cream. But I will say, I like the yeah. cookies and cream uh, the best out of the Halo Top that I've gotten. But when they well, when they sit there and they have, um, I think it's Halo Top, and I thought there was one other one like Talenti or something. I think it's Gelato or something. But uh, the one I'm talking about is Halo Top, and I had I like the birthday cake one. I like all the other flavors too. Obviously. They're not like, oh, I want this, you know, brownie thing that you said that's immaculate uh, to look at and eat. But really, when you look at Halo Top, uh, when I, I showed it to the person, I said, hey, have, it, have, have a bite. And, uh, and, and she, you know, took a bite of it. And she's like, was like, this is the worst thing I've ever had in my life. Wow. And I was like, because it's because you're comparing it to. Well, yeah, I wouldn't say cream. it's the worst thing. I would just say I would rather eat ice cream. And that's what I would exactly. do. Exactly. 
Okay, so would you say that you're on my side or her side? I'm on your side. I, I think Halo Top serves a purpose. I understand the thinking <laughs> behind it. I understand it's for the people that want to have a little ice cream-like uh, taste in their mouth, but they don't want all the calories. They want to trick their brain a little bit. But right. if I am choosing an ice cream to eat, no, obviously I'm not going to eat Halo Top unless I am specifically eating it to be healthy. I'm not going to eat it for taste. Of course. Of course. It's like it's a healthy substitute when you have that hankering for something. When you're fat. When cold. you're fat like me. That's what it, that's what it's for. It's for when you're fat and you need to eat ice cream and then uh but you don't want to uh you don't want to gain any weight, but still I'll just get Ben and Jerry's anyways cuz that's the way to go, man. I'm telling the you. Wor- the worst worst feeling in the world is when you go and work out and then you come home and you have a nice easy dinner or whatever uh and you ate nice something nice for lunch and then all of a sudden you're like uh, you know what? I worked out today. I ate nice today. You know, w- one most stuff Oreo is not going to hurt, and all of a sudden you get on the scale the next day, and oh, you're, you're, it adds everything. you're you have more weight. Yeah, it's, 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 it's just like it's the worst feeling in the world. I tell you, it's just like what did I just? Do? And the funny thing was, it happened to me like three weeks ago when I was still working. Uh, when it was three weeks ago, like I had a week where I just like wasn't losing any weight, and I just I just it just I, I didn't understand what was going on. <laughs> I was like, what is going on here? And then all of a sudden, like the next week, I dropped like four pounds. I'm like, did my body just say like, hey, I'm gonna screw with him today? It's just like, it's just like you said, tricking your brain. The brain was trying to trick me into thinking that I'm a loser. Scales Still are wild, loser, man. Say. It's a wild experience. I don't, I don't know. Well, I, 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 I've, I haven't stepped on one for a couple of weeks. I'm a little nervous. I'll, maybe I'll step on one <laughs> tomorrow and see, see if maybe I can use this quarantine for some good and maybe get some home workouts going. But uh, I oh, do have some. Thing. Speaking of food, I have a copious amount of calories waiting for me. I got my Chipotle downstairs. We did the the Ooh. delivery, doing our part for the environment, uh, I guess. And uh, so I'm, I've got some uh, burrito bowls and some chips and guac to dive into. But DC Crossover, Pine Ponies, uh, we will be bringing you another episode of this show here in quite in just a few days. We'll, we're not going to wait a whole week. We'll, we'll knock one out at the beginning of next week, give you some more football talk and whatever's going on in the sports world at that point. Obviously not a lot, but... Uh, Besides that, again, you got to like and subscribe. Use your time wisely. Reach out to us via Twitter at Cerrone16 at the DC Crossover for myself. And uh, we are getting closer and closer to NFL Draft. We're getting hopefully closer and closer to the world returning the way it was. I'm missing all these sports. We're missing March Madness right now for sure. And then the baseball season, of course. I'm, I'm very upset about that being delayed. But we'll, we'll get through. We'll make it through. And uh, and as long as you got Mike and I, you guys are set. I mean, that's what it comes down to. We'll, we'll be your your beacon of light in these dark times, right, Mike? Uh, sure, I, I guess. I mean, I I have a feeling that people are just like going crazy in their houses right now, and they, they could use less of people like us. Um, no, I'll, I'll, they I'll, need I'll, us. I'll, I'll take that compliment, though. I'll take it. Yeah, they need us. Well, for Cerrone, Mike Cerrone, I'm Ben Simpson. We will talk to you guys again soon. This has been another episode of the DC crossover. All right.